Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's show with uh, Jim Walsh, uh, representative here in Washington State. I thought it was a great exchange. Those long-form interviews, you know, sometimes they can be really cool. Sometimes not. This one happened to be cool. What do we got going on, man? We got we got cocaine going on. We got child sex trafficking going on. We got, I mean, I mean, Finland is going on. Homeless crisis is going on. We got a border that is bringing in fentanyl and children and everything beyond belief. And the Biden administration just turns the under, other turns their blind eye to it, at the same time providing billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine to fight a never-ending war, which they've committed to fight for however long it takes. I don't know. How long are you going to stay in, in, uh, in Ukraine? Oh, I don't know. However long it takes. We're committed. Trudeau is committed. Thank goodness our northern neighbor, the little pussies from the north, the little Canadians, the little Canookies, hopefully I'm, I'm glad that they're committed as well uh, to their fight against tyranny in Ukraine. With their massive amounts of money and massive military. Those silly Canadians. Ah, they're just lucky that we're nice because if not, they wouldn't even exist as a country. Oh, man. Now I'm bashing, but I do love their maple syrup. I do love their maple syrup. Okay. Oh, and the the the, the bars, the, the, the toffee, taffy bars, troubadours or whatever the heck they are. Those are good too. Heineken's okay when you buy it up there. It's a German beer. I know that. I know that. But you can buy imports for cheap in Canada. I'm from the USA. I, in fact, I made lots of trip to Canada. When I was 19 years old, we would go up there to uh, do things that only 19-year-olds could do up there that you could not do in the United States, at least in the state that I am in, which is Washington. That's where I grew up. But anyway, way too much information, I'm sure. But I'd like to start this off on a light note. I'd like to start it off with a little bit of cocaine because if, uh, I mean, what doesn't bring excitement to a conversation like cocaine? You start talking about cocaine and bam, everybody listens. Oh, their eyes get wide open. They start doing this, you know, those old memories, they just stick with you forever. Yeah. All right. Well, the Secret Service has concluded their investigation of the cocaine that was in, found in the White House. And apparently, this isn't the first time. It's been found in the White House several times since 2022, according, according to Boebert. But um, Secret Service unable to find White House cocaine suspect. And so here, here's the narrative. Here's how the story goes. The Secret Service concluded its investigation into cocaine found at the White House, and agents were unable to find a suspect, the Associated Press reported Thursday. A bag... I mean, a bag of cocaine, we used, I mean, I thought it came in little, we used, not, not me. I heard it used to come in little kind of envelopes and, and it was, but bags, you got bags of cocaine. All right, I guess it comes in bags now. Anyway, a bag of cocaine was discovered in the White House on July 2nd when the Secret Service was conducting an investigation with fingerprints and DNA testing. A report released Thursday said the probe ended with no viable suspects. Hmm. The agents were also not able to identify what day the illicit suspect or substance was left in the West Wing cubby near the Situation Room. So at least they finally figured out where it was left, in a cubby near the Situation Room, not in the library, not in the hallway, not in the Oval Office, not... All right, so now we know where it was. It was in a cubby near the Situation Room, which apparently a lot of people have access to. I don't, I don't understand that quite. Anyway, CNN reported, and the lead theory is that the cocaine was left by a visitor. Oh, 
some unambiguous, unknown, unfindable, untraceable visitor in the most secure building, I would think probably in the world, right? The White House, the 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 the, the capital of the United States of America, the leader of the free world, the strongest nation on earth, the most surveilled, most secure, most trusted site in the world. Well, well we don't, must have been a visitor. No cameras, no DNA, no fingerprints. It's a bag. So did they wipe their fingerprints off before they set it down in the cubby next to the situation room? Were they wearing, they had gloves on, they were... Doing their doing their cocaine and they're they're taking their cocaine carefully and putting it in the cubby to make sure there's no DNA or fingerprints on it. Good lord. Could you imagine if this was the Trump administration and cocaine was found in the White House? The the media basically did a big snooze fest on the whole Hunter thing here with Hunter, excuse me, Freudian slip on my part. With the whole cocaine thing in the White House, cocaine, Hunter, you know, you can see why they might go together, why I might slip up like that. Anyway, if this was a Trump administration, the, the press would go, they would be going berserk, man. This would be 24-7 news cycle that the whole Trump family was strung out on cocaine and that Don Jr. and Eric and everybody, maybe even Barron himself, you know, who knows what they might say? They would say, you know for a fact, though, they would be covering a lot differently and a lot more than they are when it's the uh, Biden White House. And speaking of, you know, I mean, really, this is, like I said, the most secure place on earth. Cameras everywhere, security everywhere, dogs that sniff out bombs and drugs, all kinds of stuff, secret service. And they oh, we don't know where this cocaine come from. Uh, it Most likely it came from a visitor. No, it came from the Biden family. You know it did. They know who it came from. They know. I can't go through TSA. I can't get on a dang airplane with a sealed bottle of water or anything else over four ounces. I cannot do that. They find it every single time because I accidentally forget stuff sometimes. I'm getting on the plane. Doo, 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 doo. I'm going through. I'm stripping down. I'm taking my shoes off, my belt off. I feel like I'm getting ready to expose myself to somebody. And they say, sir, sir, can you step aside, please? Okay, sir. You, you have this bottle of water in your backpack, and um, you know that we're not a, liquids aren't allowed on the plane, right? Yeah, yeah, no, man, it was a mistake. Please step over here, sir. Okay, okay. As you're you're starting to okay, man, what did I do? I have something else on me, man. Did I did I forget? <laughs> what is going on here, sir? You're not allowed to have substances, uh, liquid substances over four ounces on an airplane. And so we're going to need to uh, look at you further. You please put your palms out. They check you for, for bomb substances, bomb making stuff. They check you for drugs. They might have a dog sniff you. They're going to have some dude put his hand between your crotch and up your butt. But oh no, we don't know where the cocaine came from. Good grief, man. What, what I'm saying is they put more effort into, into, taking away the rights from Americans getting on an airplane and that's more secure. It seems like it must be more secure than somebody bringing a white substance, which turned out to be cocaine 
into the White House. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. Up in Seattle, we got something a little weird going on. I'm, I'm sure it involves drugs of some sort as well. But a homeless encampment in Seattle, my hometown. I'm not far from there currently, where I, I, I choose to call home for a little while longer. I might be ending that soon. The homeless people underneath I-5, which is the main, uh, if you haven't been on the West Coast, I-5 runs north and south from Canada to Mexico. It's the main interstate. The homeless like to camp under there because they get shelter and there's a lot of vacant property around there. It's all owned by the state or the city. Anyway, there's a massive homeless encampment there. They installed a swimming pool. Yes, you heard that right. A swimming pool complete with filtration, chlorine, and everything. Not only that, they thought, oh, well, we need a privacy fence. So they started to build a privacy fence, as you can see in this picture. This is a homeless encampment. Where's your permit? Where's your permit? Because let me tell you something. I have done construction. I've lived around Seattle for my entire life. And they will come after you hard. You start building something like this without a permit, they're going to be on you. Hmm. Unless I guess you're homeless and you're living under a freaking freeway doing drugs, and I guess it doesn't matter what you build. Build whatever the hell you want. This is, this is, uh, let me show you one more picture. This is the beginning of the development. This is when they were still doing groundwork, bringing in utilities and that sort of thing. <laughs> good lord jonathan show man i love you he's a local on-site reporter here in the seattle area he goes to everything the guy is everywhere all the time always got his video camera on always johnny on the spot he knows all the nooks and crannies he knows where to go where not to go and even though he knows not to go there he sometimes goes there and he brings back the the gold man he brings back the good stuff so he uh he went into this little area and, and let's, let's check this out for a couple of minutes. So um, again, this is on uh, Myers way South. It's, it's underneath the freeway and on ramp in Seattle. Check it out. So you made this whole area. Um, I did. Okay. When did this pool come in? You got to tell me when the pool came the pool in. came in about a week ago now. A week ago. A week ago yeah. <laughs> Where's the water coming from? This is, um, <laughs> We didn't use the hydrant. We got the water, filled it up. It's sure you didn't. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's chlorinated. So I can take a dip if you let me. <laughs> okay, we can do some, We can do. All right, notice the, the, the RV parked in front of the fire hydrant. You know, I, I have tickets for that. I want my money back. <laughs> I want my money back. I, 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 no, seriously, I parked in front of the fire hydrant. That was surrounded by a bush. The hydrant was literally in a bush. There's no yellow painted curb, no nothing. I parked there. I got a ticket in Seattle. But these people, man, no, they park their RV. They do unpermitted construction. They install a pool. They do drugs. <laughs> Fornicate and be naked in public and all that stuff. All right, back to the video. Support I'm feeling feisty. Okay, you've got the beach balls and everything. Yeah, I um, also added some stairs here. Um, this is a walkway. Stairs. But kid accidentally wanders into this area. So what I wanted to do was make sure that the fencing was high enough so that it would um, it would 
control any of that hat from happening, so I started building the fence down here. My window faces the encampment. Well, they come up and try to pick a fight. Just filth and garbage and rats. One night I got up because I could hear this metal saw. And gunfire. Oh, oh the gunfire at night. Yeah, the gunfire at night is really, and it isn't one or two shots, it's four or five or yeah. six shots. A lot of mentally ill, and they come around and they just stand and want, and they be drinking all day. But stop giving them food. I stay over on the other side. Where? At the Arrowhead? Yeah. You're a resident? Yes. So why have you decided to help the homeless here? Just from my heart. Just from your heart. neighbors are complaining, though. I don't even pay attention to them. Okay. You know, each person has the same. We are not the same. Okay? Okay. It sounds like the Washington State Department of Transportation may come here and clear all of this soon. The Department of Transportation in this state is a complete joke. Uh, they do go through once in a while and clear these encampments out, and they just pop up somewhere else. That's what they do everywhere in the world, everywhere. That's what they do. Uh, man, so they've got a pool. They've got privacy fencing. They've got stairs. All without a permit. They don't even own the property. The state does. That's what's going on. Welcome to my world. Down on the Rio Grande. We got a little bit of something going on down there. We're going to talk border for a while because the border has been one of my steady mainstream events, one of my main topics I always keep up on and I always talk about. We have a massive stream coming across there of illegals and even legals, but it needs to stop. We need to stop it, okay? But when you try to stop it, Texas has tried to stop it. Texas is, they're, they're, one of their thoughts was, well, let's put in a, let's put a floating barrier in the river to stop people from coming across. Well, they were sued, of course, by some liberal activist organization. And they were sued because, well, this will just cause people to drown if you don't let them just swim across the river and you stop. It's a bright orange pontoon, okay? It's a bright orange thing. Oh, I'm going to swim across this river, but I see there's a bright orange big old thing out there. I'm going to go do it anyway. Said nobody ever. Are you kidding me? So they were sued. There's an injunction to stop them from stopping illegals and child sex traffickers and drug runners from operating along our border and coming into our country. Of course, why would we want to stop that? Why would we want to stop that? You know, Joe Biden is complicit and his administration is complicit in drug and human trafficking, child sex trafficking. They're in on it. If you're not against it, you're for it. If you don't condemn it, you condone it. I've been saying this over and over again. Go see Sound of Freedom. Do it. Whether I don't care what party you're from. I don't care what, what kind of sex you call yourself or what, what you identify as. I don't care. Go see Sound of Freedom. Don't listen to what the media says. Don't listen to what 
even I say about the movie other than to go see it. Just use some critical thought, exercise your mind, exercise some freedom, go see it and form your own opinion based off of what you learned from that movie. And if you still come out of that movie saying, ah, you know, that doesn't exist or whatever, or, you know, that that's no big deal. Or, you know, oh, what about the Catholic church? Or what about this? And what about that? You know what? I got serious questions about you. I got to start the question. Are you a freaking pedophile? Are you one of those people? Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just flat out condemn it? of males of between 5 and 15 it's not who just that. are of military age, not coming with family groups, pretending not to speak English, and engaging in Chinese military rituals like drinking blood. A border section uh, patrol chief said that some of them are known to have Chinese military affiliations. So clearly these are saboteurs coming into America to wage war on the United States on the first day that there is war in Asia. So there you have it. It's not just drug smugglers bringing fentanyl into the country that's killed over 100,000 people a year. It's not just child sex traffickers, over 200,000 American children a year and over uh, 10 million people worldwide. Children, children. No, no. No, we also have terrorists and CCP party members coming across our border. So Sound of Freedom, why... Why was it so bad? Why what, What's so bad about exposing what's going on? You know that in 2004, NBC did a, a big, huge article, expose. It's way, I'm going to post it on my sites because um, they did a massive article about how horrible, how children were being bought and sold, how horrible the worldwide tra sex trafficking thing was. That was in 2004. Now, keep in mind, Sound of Freedom was made Five years ago, this is not necessarily a new movie. It was made, 2015, I think, 2016. 17 is when it was made. Nobody would touch it. But why? They're not saying anything different from what the mainstream media was saying back in the early 2000s, except that they brought it to life. Oh, and by the way, we're a communist country now. We have Joe Biden in office. We have people in place that we can't. We can't talk about this anymore. No, no, no. We need to talk about equity and social justice and pronouns. <laughs> Child sex trafficking, that's yesterday's news. So they would have you believe. Check this. But what's your reaction to how this movie Sound of Freedom is doing and how Tim Ballard, one of the heroes of it, is now being treated as like a Trump QAnon guy when, as we showed, CBS News nine years ago was saying he's rescuing children. To me, it shows a broken media. Yeah, this just shows the extrapolation of a national security process failing during the Biden administration. And it's simply as follows. What did you do in the Trump administration? We're going to do the opposite border, the forever wars, the narcotics trade. And yes, I do know a little something about human trafficking. The human trafficking portfolio fell underneath me in the counterterrorism shop where I was the head. And I worked with Tim Ballard at the White House to stamp out human and child sex trafficking. He was doing incredible work back then without any notoriety. And we reduced that by up to 50%, the amount of border crossings related to human and sex trafficking. Tim Ballard mm. has done some amazing work. And Jim Caviezel is a personal friend. For him to go out 
out there and make this movie and have the mainstream media actually say that the work these two individuals and so many others have done to stamp out child sex slave trafficking and call it a QAnon conspiracy shows you the extent to which they will go to shovel disinformation so long as it props up Donald Trump, excuse me, props up Joe Biden and hurts Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. We are talking about our children here. This is not a political story, and CBS will always have it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so what's up with that? All of a sudden, it's a completely different story with these people, right? Tim Roy, he could be, a, a, as some of you know, a pretty excitable person. Um, he can get pretty animated. He can go on some good rants and, and rages. And I would uh, like to share one with you because I thought that he expresses the emotion and the the anger the 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 frustration that any american with a soul feels when they hear about child sex trafficking and how prolific it is that it's not just some exception that it's a massive massive thing and our government stands by and does nothing. Oh, sure. They, they they go around. The FBI has done a few raids recently where they've caught pedophile rings and they've caught people with uh, you know child porn and whatnot on their computer. But what about the children? And that's what this movie was about. Sound of Freedom was about the children. It was about wasn't about who produced it, who acted in it. It was about the story of what is happening. If that doesn't move you, if that doesn't stir you, if that doesn't make you just feel horrible, anxious, angry, furious, there's something wrong with you. There's something really miswired with you. Maybe you're one of them. Tim Roy had this to say. Your current system has 85,000 kids they can't find. What in the world? It's the New York Times. It's not Fox News. And we're sitting here talking about a fiction, a fiction of saying there's an infant rolling through somewhere outside of Eagle Pass right now, begging to claim asylum. The infant is not doing that. This is absurd. You know it's absurd. We have, led, we have language here put forward in good faith trying to figure out how to stop what I see in this chart behind me where unaccompanied children are spiking through the roof, have been doing so since Democrats have been in charge of the administration. The only blip is when you had a Republican in charge. You had kids on top of train cars uh, getting abused by cartels. You got numbers spiking through the roof since President Biden has been in office. And all we want to simply do is say, we want to get them home to their families. We want to get them to a place where they can go to a port of entry so we can take care of them. And we're being treated by my colleagues on the other side of the aisle with where are the thousand that aren't being reunified? Well, go find the 85,000 that we don't even know where the hell they are under the Biden administration. That's right. You know, we could, we could, we can't we can't completely stop child sex trafficking or human trafficking like that, but there are things we can do, okay? 
you as an individual, me as an individual, we're nobody, but what we can do is we can amplify it, we can talk about it, we can share it and bring about an awareness that then puts pressure on those in power that have the ability to do something about it. The Biden administration has the ability to do something about it and they have the ability to do it right now. How? Close the border, secure the border, stop the flow of illegal aliens coming into this country. Now, militarize the border, put the military down there, finish building the wall, and stop it now, every single person. All right? Number one. Number two, a pause on all legal immigration, all amnesty, all immigrants, everything. Pause, moratorium, done now until further notice. Three, And this is something that a lot of people have something against, but man, this is the number one thing. Paramilitary covert ops into Mexico to take out the cartels. We know who they are. We know where they are. Take out their couriers. Take out their network. Take out their production. And take out the families. Yes, the families, the owners, the cartel heads in their haciendas. Go get them and make them not exist. That's what they understand. You start going into Mexico and screw the Mexico government. If they won't help, because you know they won't, because they're complicit, they're corrupt. Fine. Fine. Send our, our special ops, our, our, our CIA ops and different uh, organizations down into Mexico and take out the cartel and squash it from the face of this earth. That's what the United States can do. And Joe Biden has a control to do that right now, but he won't. It's something we should do. Something we could do. And yet somehow, under this administration, you know that we won't. So what does that make Joe Biden? It makes Joe Biden an accomplice in child sex trafficking. It makes Joe Biden an accomplice in killing 100,000 Americans via fentanyl overdose a year. It makes Joe Biden an accomplice in slave labor, human trafficking that comes in this country that spends years and years paying off their debt to get here. Their encouragement of people to cross Mexico to get to the United States, that's, What's harming people? It's not flotations, buoys across the Rio Grande down in Texas. It's not lack of processing time. You open a spigot of water, man, it's going to flow. And in there, there's going to be some bad stuff, like most city water. There's going to be some chlorine. There's going to be some fluoride. There's going to be some different chemicals that might not be so good for you. So it is at the, at the southern border when you leave it wide open. Sure, we're going to get some good people in here that are honestly seeking refuge and help from countries that are being destroyed right now. But we can't take all of them. We can't house them. We can't afford them. And with it comes the illicit cost 
of human sex trafficking, particularly child sex trafficking, and the drug trade with fentanyl that is killing more Americans than ever before. Record numbers every year, still record highs. And I imagine we'll see another record this year. It has to stop. It needs to end. It needs to end right now. And the three things I mentioned are what can, what we have control over, what we can do. Militarize the border and seal it. Shut. No more illegals coming across, period. A moratorium on immigration into this country, period. Until further notice. Paramilitary and special op operations into Mexico to take out the cartels. Do those three things. You see how things change. We need someone in the White House with some balls, someone in the White House who cares about the American people, someone in the White House who will do the things necessary to protect this country, our borders, our sovereignty, and our existence as a nation and a world power. That's what we need. And what we have in there right now is a feeble old man, Swiss cheese for brains. Child's trafficking statistics, 40.3 million trafficked persons globally. 25% of them are children. 350,000 children are reported missing in the United States, in the U.S., every year. Estimated 100,000 are being trafficked. Child sex trafficking has been reported at in all 50 U.S. states. The 2021 federal human trafficking right stated that 50% of U.S. human trafficking victims were minors. 57% are minors. Children. The United States is one of the top destinations for human trafficking and is amongst the largest consumers of child sex. Disgusting. Human trafficking is $150 billion per year business, more than the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL combined. Think of that. It's bigger than even the illegal arms trade. And it's soon going to be larger than the drug trade. Imagine that. Do you remember when uh, AOC went down there and cried on the border? She went down there and cried because children were in cages and were putting up a border wall. And she went down there for a photo op in her all-white outfit like the virgin everybody knows that she is not. And went there and posed, oh, Where's your tears now, AOC? Where's your activism now, AOC? For the hundreds of thousands of children that are victims of sex trafficking, not abroad, like you, but right here in the United States. Where are your tears for them? Where's your activism for them? Where's your outrage and outcry and yelling on the floor of the Senate? Where, where is that now? I meant house. These people, man, they are the massive, massive hypocrites. 
They're actors and posers. They're LARPers. We have an administration in a White House full of LARPers. My video the other day went a little bit viral. It went kind of crazy, actually. It was episode 267, just a couple of episodes ago. If you don't condemn child sex trafficking, you condone it, period. There is no middle ground on this one. That, that video got over uh, 3.9,000, so 3,900, 4,000 responses. For me, that's a lot. I know for the larger platforms, it'd be like, I get that in, in like two minutes. Okay, for me, that's a lot. 4,000 reactions nearly. This was on Facebook, on my Facebook page, sorry. I'm in there. Of those 4,000, 39 were laughy faces. So I got to think, these people kind of outed themselves, right? Why are you laughing at this? You can't even, either you're completely dumb and ignorant, you can't even digest a video or a title before you respond to it because you're so brainwashed, because you hate the opposition, you hate conservatives, and you hate Trump so much. Your TDS is so bad. Your brainwashing is so complete that you can't even critically analyze something that somebody says or a movie that someone produces. 39 people out of 4,000 laughed. So I feel I feel like they kind of outed themselves. Of those 39, um, by the way, only two were women. So 37 dudes <laughs> laughed at a posting of a video condemning child sex trafficking. You figured out. Huh? I think I got it figured out. Oh, what's this? Do you like my ringtone? Oh, let's hear it again. Anyway, I'm obviously not going to answer that right now because it was not an interesting person. If it was an interesting person, I might have answered it. But when it says potential spam, I don't normally answer phone calls from potential spam. <clears throat> and we're getting more and more of that. This gentleman thought it would be good. He's on my fan mail uh, list because this was regarding a post I made on Sound of Freedom. In fact, that actual video, his comment, Daniel Hanna, your comment, if anybody knows him, was a movie is not the real thing. Wish you Republiconed, well, you're so clever. Wish you Republiconed had some connection with reality. My comment was, so you support child sex trafficking? I mean, really? That's what you got. This was a real profile too, by the way. I, 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 I um, trolled it a little bit just to kind of take a look to see if there was a real person or bot. Real person. Family photos and everything. Lots of friends. The movie is based on a true story, a real story. The statistics are real. Forget the movie. The statistics are real. 
But the movie is true. It's based on a true story with a dramatization for the big screen. And he chooses to deny it. A movie is not real. You Republicans. Enjoy life, dude. In the end, when you might be, might just find yourself in a lake of fire, you don't, you don't fix your ways. All right. Time for the weird part of the show. What would be uh, the weirdness of the Nun Report without a clip from Kathleen Kamala Harris, your favorite vice president and mine? And here she is. She's talking about, of course, computers. What else would she be talking about? Maybe machines? She calls them machines. I think they're computers. I think that she doesn't know what the hell she's saying. Check this out. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But it's two letters. what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. It's difficult, I know. So... And I'm still, I'm in a toss-up now, as I said a few shows ago. I don't know if she's, if she's, she talks to everybody like they're, like they're 10 or younger, right? And I don't know if that's because she actually thinks people are stupid or she believes that, or she's actually stupid. So either she's, she's completely stupid or she believes that everyone else is so stupid that she needs to talk to them as if they are. One or the other. You figure it out. On the second segment of the weirdness today, this is, uh, oh my gosh. So these are some climate activists in Germany. And, you know, it's become kind of fashionable amongst that uh, scene to glue your hand to a surface or throw paint on or food on a priceless piece of art. These people decided it would be a good idea to glue their hands to asphalt in Germany. That they the problem is they did it in a very unique way. They used a combination of epoxy, some sort of really gnarly epoxy, obviously mixed with concrete, and they put their hands down on the asphalt and they mixed the epoxy and the concrete around until it became completely encased in part of the asphalt. Well, they might end up being amputees because of this. They don't know how they're going to get it off. Check it out. These people are not mentally well. This is a real sickness. We need to be, there is not, there's not a climate crisis, man. <laughs> there, 
There, there is not a gun crisis. There is a mental. There's, there's not a, a gender crisis. There is a mental illness crisis, man, and it is massive, massive. I'm going to dive into Biden a little bit. Not literally, man. That would be gross. <laughs> you guys, you guys are bad. See what you do to me? All right. So Joe Biden was over in Finland doing his uh, NATO summit. Of course, they they kissed uh, they kissed ass on on Zelensky all over the place. Here's, here's a moment with Biden that might want to be remembered. And we're working in lockstep on to tackle climate crisis, mm. which you've been leaders on for a long time. And uh, in order to literally preserve our planet, it's literally. the only existential threat humanity faces. Existential. And we don't have a lot of time, but I'm confident if we continue to work together, we can. We're running out of time, but if you just give us enough money, if you just give us enough carbon credits, if we just shut down enough businesses and make everything so expensive that the government gets everything, then we can control the climate. If we just, if you just give us more money, damn you people, you stupid, ignorant peasants. I mean, you didn't. You didn't believe. I mean, the acid rain didn't come true. The ice age didn't come true. The the ice caps melting didn't come true. The sea level rising has not come true. But it's urgent, and we're running out of time. Acid rain. That was seventies. Warming. That was eighties. Come on, man. That's old news. This is twenty twenty three. And now it's just climate change in general, all of it. It includes acid rain. It includes glaciers melting. It includes new ice ages. It includes everything that could possibly fall under the climate changing. And you, peasant, need to give us money. Check this out. Climate change equals control. Climate change equals control by the elites. That's all you have to remember. All the rest of it is bullshit. Every last drop of it is bullshit. That'll be enough on that. Man, this show has got me going. Then we had this. Fredrickson of Denmark and... Uh the Ministry of COVID, daughter of Ireland, or daughter of Ireland. You can tell that's a Freudian slip. I'm thinking of home, uh, the daughter of Iceland, and uh, um, and uh, I. Uh, I want to say I think. And uh, I. Uh, um, uh, I didn't mean to say Ireland. I meant to say Iceland. I was thinking of home. Oh, really? You little freaking leprechaun, leprechaun Joe. You're from. You're from Ireland. You're not from Ireland, man. You're from freaking Delaware. You talk about it all the time. Remember, when you were a kid, you were driving down the road and you had to put the windshield wipers on because of the oil sheen that was on there from all the coal mines. No. But when I'm in Finland and I mistakenly say Iceland, or I mistakenly say Ireland, where I meant to say Iceland, no, 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 I'm thinking of my homeland. It's my homeland. My homeland of Ireland. Yes. I'm Joe Biden and it's about... <laughs> oh. 
Seriously, dude. Here he is, nearly falling up the stairs again of Air Force One. Watch closer. Oh, it was close. That was close. And then watch him try to go, and he doesn't. He grabs the wall. It's like he's not even sure where he is. Oh, there's the wall. Yep, that's the wall. All right, watch it one more time. See if you can watch him almost fall. Nope, there it was. Okay. I'm glad our commander in chief is safe. I don't know what we'd do without him. We'd have Kamala. I could also ask you something about happening back home. You're seeing the GOP grappling with tying abortion rights to defense issues, including... Yeah, I'm not even going to do that, man. She is boring. He basically is saying, well, as soon as they don't have something ridiculous to say, I'll, I'll do it. Now, here's something that uh, President Biden put up on their website. He's awfully proud of this. Since this war began... I've stood with President Zelensky as I just spent about an hour with him, both in Washington, in Kiev, in Hiroshima, and now in Vilnius, to declare to the world what I say again. We will not waver. We will not waver. I mean that. Our commitment to Ukraine will not weaken. We will stand for liberty and freedom today, tomorrow, and for as long as it takes. Yeah! All the seal claps. Good Lord. We will stand with Ukraine for as long as it takes. What do you have to say about that, Clint? What a load of shit. Yeah. Unbelievable, these people. Are you kidding me? Let me some Tim Scott, man. Check this out. He has some shit to say. Or, excuse me. <laughs> we already had Tim Scott. That was earlier in the show. How about uh, Byron Donalds? <laughs> Let's try that. The issue that a lot of Americans are having right now is that we have spent $114 billion on the Ukrainian conflict to defend Ukraine, which, by the way, I do think we should do. But at the You're same wrong. time, we have recklessly disregarded our own southern border and our own national security, which is affecting many states, many counties, many localities who are now not just on the southern border, but basically in every city in the country. Don't believe me? Go ask Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, who is now very concerned about the fact that we have more migrants in the city of New York than they have space for because of President Biden's reckless policy on the southern border. And that ties together my last segment with this one. How about that? Oh, uh, spending money in Ukraine versus not protecting our own southern border. Trudeau, you know, the little beta boy from Canada. I made fun of Canada a little bit earlier on in this show, if you weren't here. Um, Notice I don't have a a Canadian flag back here. I have a U.S. flag. Mm -hmm. That's me, man. America first. Canada last. Look, man. You got to get rid of this guy. This guy is a mass. He's killing your country. I know. I know. I have friends in Canada. The inflation is crazy. The the homelessness. It, it, this is, if you want to know what the United States is going to be like in 10 more years, if we follow the Biden policies, just go to Canada for a while into any city and you'll see what it's going to be like. But hey, 
their little their little country, their little thing that they got going on up there because we let them do it, um, is is going to support Ukraine forever too. Trudeau was asked. They're asking about G7 and the, the, the money that they're send, sending to Ukraine and this and that. Um, one of the messages that we want to continue to send directly uh, to Vladimir Putin is that Canada will be there for Ukraine alongside our other allies with as much as it takes for as long <laughs> as it takes. And the core of these security guarantees is multi-year commitments to continue to be there. As long as it takes, as much as it takes, that's the whole theme of all these people. And Biden went and reiterated it again as far as supporting them for NATO. But, hey, we're going to give them as much money for as long as it takes. No end in sight. I don't think there is unanimity in NATO about whether or unanimity, not he meant. bring Ukraine into the NATO family now at this moment in the middle of a war for example if you did that then you know we i and i mean what i say we're, we're determined to commit every inch of territory that is nato territory it's a commitment that we've all made no matter what if the war is going on then we're all in the war you know we're in war with russia if that were the case which is we already are by the way fighting a proxy war against Russia. But what he's saying is, oh, we can't let them into NATO now because then we'd be at war with Russia. Look, all right, mark my words right here. Tab it, uh, July 13th, 2023 at 3.06 p.m. Pacific time. If Biden is reelected president, we will have a ground war. U.S. troops on the ground in Ukraine fighting Russia. That's my prediction. My bold prediction for the day is exactly that. So check it out. Hey, I'm going to leave uh, on a positive note here uh, before I give my close. And that is someone who was called home to God after many years of his talent being on loan from God. The media did not make Donald Trump, and they can't destroy him. But the media thinks, and I, when I say media, let me define ABC, CBS, NBC, New York Times, Washington Post, USA Today, LA Times, that, that cadre. They have a formula, they have a, a blueprint for destroying Republican political officials they don't like. It's not going to work on Trump. He doesn't fit that mold. They're trying to every day. It's kind of comical to watch. Trump's not going anywhere. And uh, I back him 100%. Hey, look, we need a change in this country. We need it quick. The Biden direction was the wrong direction. It was corrupt. It was a rigged election. It was a conspiracy. The only conspiracy in the 2020 election was between the DNC, the Biden administration, the FBI, the CIA, Facebook, Twitter, and probably others. They suppressed information. They blocked information from getting out there. They stopped people from talking about it. 
They wouldn't let dissenting opinions be out there. The election would have been changed simply on Hunter Biden's laptop alone. Child sex trafficking is something we can do something about. It's something that the Biden administration is complicit in by not doing something about it, and that is securing the southern border. And I'm not talking just putting up a wall. I'm not talking just putting more agents down there. I'm talking a military presence on the southern border with a wall 100% across, securing it completely zero, not a nothing, not a single illegal coming into this country, not a single immigrant coming into this country, not one. A moratorium on all immigration now, period, until further notice. And then covert operations, paramilitary ops, whatever you want to call it, down into Mexico to take out the cartels, manufacturing, distribution, supply lines, and even the families that run them in their homes if necessary. Take them out. That's all they understand. You go after them like that, you go after them that hard and you start taking them out. Oh man, if I move stuff to the United States, not only me, but my entire family might be dead. They might think twice about it, especially if they're all, if they're all gone. Right? I'm not calling for violence. I'm calling for, for control, for safety, for securing the United States of America, for securing our border, for stopping the massive flow of fentanyl from China and Mexico into our country, from stopping the child sex trial. We're not going to stop it 100%, but we can do a huge dent in it by simply securing the southern border, taking out the cartels, and not allowing them to reemerge. We've got to stop sending money to Ukraine. This is not our war. It's not. And Ukraine is not a democracy. That's not what we're fighting for. Fighting for the military-industrial complex. Anyway, thanks for watching. If you've just been uh, listening on RenegadeRadio.com or any of the podcast channels, which I'm on all of them, make sure to tune in to follow me. Go there. Follow me. Hit the like button. Rumble.com slash the nun report. Rumble.com slash the nun report. Follow me on all the social medias at the nun report, except for TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. And Twitter, because I had to change my num my, my handle there. It's at nun report. That's just or just go to my website, the nunreport.com. What why did I just talk about all that stuff? Just go to the nunreport.com. All the links are right there. One stop, one shop. You got it. Hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.